Yes. Uh, so, uh, okay. I think, sir. Uh, firstly, I like to welcome all the visitor and all the viewer for this second series of our podcast session. Last year was really great in the sense that we have almost ensembled uh, eight speaker during those monthly series. Uh, somehow, uh, one thing lead to another. We couldn't have a session in the month of April. But we thought, let's begin the year with a bang. So this year, as as we did last year as well, this year we'll be having, uh, we'll be having speakers who are from multiple disciplines. They we may not be sticking only to HR domain itself. And the idea behind these session is to have a very informal conversation uh, between between these speakers, these achievers who are from multiple disciplines, just to get a perspective about them and get a perspective about life in general as we are heading to a new phase of life. Uh, and with that, tries, I would like to introduce uh, Dr. Vishal Verma. Uh, my production team has given us a big uh, a big initial speech about the bank, but uh, I'm short on words because he is a gentleman who is from multiple disciplines. Uh, he is a gentleman who start a day uh, in a garden uh, as he's from a botany field throughout the entire day he's busy hiring the developers and the geeks and in night he's the gentleman who spend his time researching and applying for multiple research papers uh, Dr. Vishal um, heading uh, and leading IT companies and leading IT company at this point of time besides being in HR and, and, and going through the rigmarole of hiring He's a gentleman who's also who's also uh, uh, understands psychology as a subject. He understands the use of psychology for hiring. He also authored a book on psychology and the interpretation of psychology for hiring. Uh, we uh, uh, we at PMAPS reach out to many various HR and we educate them in terms of psychology and how you can make your hiring better. But if you read that book. Um, the, as written by uh, Dr. Vishal, you come to know the psychology, though may be a dull subject, but can be a great value add and it can be a big tool if you want to improve your hiring outcomes. Uh, so, uh, with, with, with that uh, context, uh, Dr. Vishal, if you can quickly uh, give a brief introduction in your kind words and over to you, sir. Uh, thanks, Saurav. Uh, it was a long, elaborated, uh, you know, uh, introduction. Actually, I don't think I deserve that uh, much of applause. Uh, but still, uh, yes, uh, I am a botanist by heart. Yeah, so I did my PhD in botany, and uh, but somewhere down the line, I was too much inclined to working with the HR department. Uh, majorly into the psychological aspects of the HR department, not the hardcore industrial relations. Okay, that's but that's also a glamorous part of the HR department. But I was personally uh, not uh, that very, uh, very much interested in industrial relations. Everyone has got some choice, so I was more interested into the software part of the HR, working through the people, and then slowly, slowly, I got interested into uh, you know psychology, understanding of the psychology. Thanks to all my mentors who have guided me to uh, understand the psychology. So there, from uh, from there, actually, the journey for the HR began for me, uh, and I worked for approximately you know, 
10 years into understanding of uh, different psychometric tools. Still, I do, I think uh, it's a too long, uh, you know, big, uh, vast subject to understand. It's not that easy, though, that we can understand. And coming about my book, uh, actually what happened is that I just tried to, uh, you know, uh, get into small aspects of that and I found that uh, majority people, you know, uh, are downloading the details from the websites, uh, be it MBTI, be it FIROP, be it any other test and just trying to apply that. And uh, honestly speaking, uh, that's a wrong way of doing that. You need to be, you know, either certified as a uh, psychometrician or you can hire a psychometric uh, psychometric organizations uh, for uh, preparing the psychometric report. And further, uh, your understanding and everything uh, can be done. So uh, what I took is the other part of that. So uh, understanding of that and from there without, you know, going into detail of how actually uh, to use the test, uh, uh, you know, the test that is available on the internet or the website and then using that test to uh, develop, uh, you know, get the report rather than you can have a small, uh, you know, outlook of that, understand all the personality type and everything and then develop, uh, you know, understanding of the type and understand what can be, what can the type be and accordingly plan up. Another aspect that I worked on my book is that, uh, you know, uh, you have got, uh, uh, everyone says that, you know, you have got uh, introvert or extrovert. But since the team that has got its own behavior, oh. it has got its own psychometric properties, the organization has got its own psychometric property. No one analyzes that. And just, you know, a person can be able to attack as an introvert or an extrovert and then on the basis of that, the decision is being taken. That's a wrong way uh, to do that. So I started with saying, you know, uh, a person who writes with the right hand or the person who writes with the left hand. Oh. It's, uh, it's, you know, uh, you are comfortable with writing with your right hand or you are comfortable writing with your left hand. And that has nothing to do with your actually how you are going to behave. Oh. It's just uh, the flow. Yeah. So that is one of the purpose uh, that, uh, you know, has broken my mind. And uh, thanks to all my mentors who helped me uh, in that journey. So let's, uh, you know, compile whatever I knew, uh, compiled into the book and just put it to the market. That's it. Very, very humble of you, I think. Very humble of you, Dr. Vishan. Uh, now, Dr. Vishan, uh, uh, as the visitor is joining in, let me quickly set the context and let me go back to the topic that we have. That mindful hiring is a better hiring. Now, post-COVID, sir, this uh, subject mindfulness has been ground. Uh, it was used widely after COVID because the world was in such a situation wherein, you know, the mindfulness as a concept become the, become the need of the art. Uh, but we have added a hiring to it. So now it becomes like a mindfulness hiring or a mindful hiring. What's your interpretation of this? And as an HR professional, what's your sense? How can we make hiring more mindful despite all these AI invasions and all these uh, in the new workplace setting? What can be the way forward? Uh, see, mindfulness is just that, uh, uh, to be very honest, in a layman language, if I explain it to not make it too complex, okay. Uh, uh, if I say it as on a layman language, I would say that uh, mindfulness is just being aware of the current scenario. You have a task in your hand, 
if i say for example when we related to hr or when related to hiring uh, when i am interviewing or just for example uh, we are discussing uh, here and some people are watching this so uh, maybe uh, we can go for you know either big appear uh, for uh, for interview with us or uh, i go for an interview with uh, to any organization that is uh, there uh, in this entire event uh, that uh, people are listening to us so what happens is that we have a uh, biasness in our mind that this person is this kind of person okay or either what happens that when i work in an organization is the organization is more of a you know a kind of uh, peop- uh, the people uh, in the organization are more of an introvert type of people or extrovert type of people so i develop an biasness among that and sometimes the regional things also happen sometimes the favorable favorable towards the college okay. uh, i passed out from this particular college so i want to people from those colleges are by default very intelligent because i am intelligent so that's a uh, you know a uh, thing that is coming in into the mind of the people the first thing uh, when we when we call as uh, mindfulness okay. mindfulness basically came from the buddhist uh, philosophy of sati and samagna so when we talk about this thing so basically you have to open up the thing and become first mindlessness okay so you have to remove all those things that is there in your mind and then we open to uh, the discussion so what happens is that uh, uh, say for example i'm sitting for uh, taking an interview of an employee okay so if i hear him properly and the uh, you know there are various uh, you know things that are being worked uh, on okay the first thing is that you need to ask uh, what we actually do is to ask the employee rather than uh, our prospective candidate what is happening rather than uh, asking ourselves okay that whether whatever he is trying to say am i able to understand that okay or am i or am i making an assumption that he is trying to say that say for example if the person has uh, worked with some uh, you know some uh, processes or the person has uh, done some project if we are talking about fresh candidate uh, the person has worked with some uh, projects in the organization in the institute okay so i mean by trying to make an assumption because he has passed from uh, a particular school okay. or passed from a particular you know stream big meet marketing hr uh, psychology ms psychology sociology whatever the subject the pattern is because hr in man is a department that is a open door for everybody so uh, what is happening is that when the people uh, i and make an assumption that because this person is coming from a arts background or from a english literature background this person has got this kind of competences and he will be or she will be not able to do the work so am i making the assumption or i am understanding what the person is saying and accordingly building up uh, uh, the thing so and the uh, first thing that first i have to keep the setting and i have to remove the biasness I'll give you an example uh, to remove the bias uh, that would uh, most of the HF identity uh, people to be mentally. That uh, the biasness comes majorly because of the reason, say, knowledge, uh, okay, regional. Some have got, you know, uh, with due respect to everybody, some have got, you know, uh, to, you know, religion-related uh, discriminations. So there are different kinds of discrimination and biasness that is there in the mind. So if you are not biased, let's try one thing. Okay, 
prepare a blind uh, uh, resume of the uh, candidate that you are trying to uh, because what happens is that when it's for arts yeah so sir are you saying blind resume in a sense that there is no name at the top no mention of even the engineering college or the graduate college yes 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 exactly that's the point okay so what will happen here is that the person um, because what happens if you are hiring for hr department where if you are the uh, person you are taking the decision for that but if you are hiring for marketing or you are hiring for production or for any software uh, related uh, technology the project manager takes the uh, one of the important call while seed, uh, shortlisting the cv so it's a remove the name okay so the re, uh, you know removing the name re- removes the reason as well as the religion religion related biases okay if you remove the college name okay there is no biasness related to uh, you know college affinity so if you remove one of those things actually you removing the biasness okay because it is not possible that to everybody to be a mindful hiring uh, person well so agree so uh, being an hr what we can do is to get in you know set up a system so that the mindfulness uh, part actually slowly comes indirectly into the people who are uh, doing the required taking the interviews who, who are not into the hr part or take the technical interviews that they are taking so we can work on this kind of thing okay so mindfulness in hiring is very important because we you know we talk a lot about diversity and inclusion but when this kind of you know biasness comes into the picture okay that's diversity and inclusion we just becomes a jargon for all the organization and everything goes goes for a toss so why don't we actually give them the opus they do not uh, the technical team or the project team or the marketing whosoever are the you know the uh, subject matter expert they are unaware of anything they are unaware that the candidate is a male or a female the ca- candidate the, they are unaware whether they are passing out from a college or uh, you know passing out uh, from uh, which state okay irrespective of everything they become blind Uh, then they take a form that is very important. So CV shortlisting yeah, can be there, and for them when we are taking the interview, we can always be present there. Oh, sir, very delightful thought and noble at the same time. So you are saying let's hide the name so that at least all the biasness concerning to religion, region, completely washed away. This is what you are saying. So that when a subject matter expert look at the resume. He or she may not have any biasness pertaining to that. Right, my goodness. So that's right. Did you try this at your at your company, uh, or are you in the process of implementing this? Ah, uh, actually, what is happening in my organization, the organization that I am heading, the HR department, we do not have that kind of biasness. But I have seen uh, biasness with other organization. so that is where where the you know that uh, you know that is where i get this idea came into the picture but in our organization we hardly matter whosoever is there neither the hr department cares uh, neither the technical teams care the person has to explain what the project he has done okay. on the selection and everything is on the basis of the project irrespective of what the where they are coming from if we because we are uh, you know uh, having our offices in kolkata and bangalore We just ask one question: Where is your preferred location, Kolkata or Bangalore? 
So if we have requirement in Kolkata, we will say we are have requirement in Kolkata. If you are ready to come to Kolkata, we are open for you. Wherever, where from you are coming, we don't care. What is it, sir? This is quite a novel idea. But one question I have pertaining to this. Now, sir, when this interview happened, and I've been, I'm confident of it because I generally think you know interview is a very biased process. But when an interview happened, you can remove the name of these candidate from the resume and everything. question there are a lot of unconscious biases is there say for example somebody the way somebody laughs somebody smile during the interview or somebody prompt who a questions we make a judgment about this individual in a snap judgment manner how should how should an how should the young recruiter who's getting into this field how should they be mindful of these unconscious biases that happen and how and is there any hack to get rid of these issues uh see honestly speaking sarav it's a uh, practice uh, practice 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 nothing like that now uh, what happens is that when we started our career okay, we were having affinity to our local uh, local people from where we came from and if the person is come uh, you know coming into hr department and he comes from the biology background and especially if he is in botany he or she then by default he becomes the, you know the uh, best person to work in under me uh, in the entire world yes okay so that was that used to happen with me it took time for me to understand that uh, i have to uh, you know uh, do away with the things and uh, live in the present this is the task in my hand and my responsibility while selecting even my team is that the type team should be uh, delivering to the organization once this concept is clear in my mind irrespective of whether the affinity is there or not i will take the call i'll take a decision on the basis of requirement of my uh, job rather than on the basis of my affinity that is why uh, the mindfulness is important to understand that we are we have to live in the current scenario in the present what happens is that uh, we actually uh, you know carry some uh, baggages from the past okay and work some assumption for the truth once we are there in the uh, present then uh, we will be able to do it. and present is the responsibility that has been assigned to absolute agree and this all assumptions uh, for future or you know baggages are because of my open i have not opened up uh, So I'm not mindful. So basically, there is no quick hack. You just need to practice. Just be mindful that you can be biased at first place, and hence you can work around. Okay. Yeah, slowly, slowly it will take time, but it will get there. Okay. Uh, sir, moving on from that, uh, one quick debate that is happening now is that as a recruiter, should we focus more on hard skill, or should we focus more on soft skill? So. Uh, let's suppose if you are hiring a developer, do you think we should only check his coding expertise, or should we also check the behavioral expertise? Whether he has an, whether he has an inclination to work hard, whether he is conscientious, or do you think there is a certain behavioral competence that he possesses? So, what's your sense? Because I know a recruiter, including you, you always are in huge pressure to complete uh, certain targets in terms of filling the job roles. So, how should a new recruiter who's stepping in should should that person pay forward? Should they focus more on toward the hard skill or the soft skill? 
Saurav, this is a very tricky question. Okay, uh, because you know, uh, I am a little unconventional. I have been known for unconventional style of working, and I do not usually agree to most of the people. Uh, most people says that yes, you should hire for soft skill. The hard skill can be trained. It's not that easy to train even on the hard skill. Okay. If that would be the case, every pro developer would have been a very good developer. Okay. Yeah. So there is a no comparison on that. So there are good developers. There are uh, not so good developer. I will not say bad. There are no none of the developer are bad, but it depends upon the requirement of the organization. So there are good developers and there are not so good developers. So hard skill by default becomes important. But at the same time, when I say uh, you know the, the soft skill uh, part of that, that is also important because the organ, you know, the employee. We are a social animal. We do not survive in a single uh, you know unit. We are not just sitting on our laptop because uh, you know this COVID period has actually you know uh, given us uh, uh, altogether a different dream where we work uh, in an isolation. But we cannot survive in isolation. We have to go for into a you know team behavior. We have to go into a, uh, you know by interacting with each other. The moment this interaction and this team behavior comes into the picture, your soft skill comes into the picture. Oh, oh. So uh, uh, by default, both of them it plays equally important part. You cannot have a good, very good, you know, sophisticated person who is a very good speaker, very good communicator, good in personality, good in everything, and not a good developer. He's good for nothing. But when at the same time, you. But as a, but I know, sir, because I know my viewers, they would be asking a quick hack. What is you think? What What is your view? Is there any weightages that we can ascribe? So, for example, you can say, you know, everything. Seventy uh, percent will let's go for technical, and thirty percent will let's go for uh, you know the behavioral aspect. Okay. Uh, it depends upon the hierarchy. The more you go on the hierarchy, the more the behavioral aspect becomes important rather than technical. But still, you cannot make hundred percent. It has to be maximum of sixty forty ratio when it is going to the higher. So sixty behavioral, forty technical aspect. Okay, for junior, it will be more uh, more of a seventy percent technical and thirty percent behavioral. And uh, since, as I also work with the software industry, we have huge numbers to be hired, and at the same time, not only numbers to be hired, we you know lots of interviews. The offer to joining ratio is always less in IT industry. The number of uh, you know interviews that we are taking is very high comparative to number of being people offered. I would suggest that uh, you know you can go for any organization or any uh, you know company. That can uh, it provide you with uh, uh, more of a you know uh, psychometric test done. Okay, so reports are available. You can just go through a report, and when you even when you any organization you select, you repeat any organization or any form of psychometric test that you are taking. Always remember get uh, even get the training done by the same organization so that it can make you understand how that how to study the report. Right. Because reports, when we see the reports, it seems to be very easy to understand, but it is not that easy. Working long in the psychometric field, I can understand that you know even one page report that seems to be very simple, and uh, the uh, figure on the top says about that this is uh, this person has gone a sixty percent predictability, but uh, sometimes we overrule that decision because if we can understand the report. 
So get the training from the same organization we are taking from the psychometric tool from. And that will help you reduce the time. You can just send them the test. The test will be there. You see the psychometric test. Just scroll down. As you have been already trained on that. When you were scrolling down the entire uh, you know the report, you can understand what uh, should I proceed on top. Right. So that can be a you know fast work tool. So besides onboarding a tool, you should also train your your HR team so that they know how to interpret the report. Interpret that. Because the major pro major problem occurs in that part only. Because every organization you can use uh, open Google and type, uh, type a psychometric test provider in India or in abroad or anywhere, you will get thousands of organizations. Right. The problem is the understanding the report. The problem is not the report. The problem is understanding the report. Because all the psychometric tests that have been developed by any organization has taken at least two to three years to develop that test. Yes. So it's not that easy to develop the test. And uh, you're not easy to you know uh, understand that. So get uh, the training done also. That will actually help you understand. Very valid point, sir. I think from one version to another version and getting a reliability move from 0.78 to 0.82, it almost take at least two years. I completely agree. What from where you're coming? I completely agree. And hence there have to be training of the HR team also so they can drive the change. Uh, very very valid point, sir. Sir, uh, one, this thing lead to me and lead me to the other question. In fact, you only said that offer to joining ratio is very less. In fact, sir, there are so many, so many visitors, so many viewers come to our blogs and write all this. Is there any tool which can predict that person will only take an offer later when not join? Can you predict this? And this is a, if you go to any of the HR forum, this is, this is a tech stack that everybody wants, right? So that, you know, in fact, I still remember I was talking to a HR head and this person said, you know, I will buy the assessment. You tell me, can you predict even 30% who will join my company after taking an offer later? So, again, I'm so sorry. I'm again coming back to the hack. But is there any hack to predict this? Or is there any solution to this? And most of all, why does it even happen? Uh, and what what's your sense of all this? Uh, see, again, I will say that uh, being unconventional, you know, uh, you have bought people who are going to, you know, cash you off uh, when uh, they, are, uh, they they actually uh, hear me, what I am going to say. Uh, the problem actually happens is that, uh, you know, we all, all our HR, we all HR professionals are guilty for that. Okay, I will not make it, uh, you know, the candidates responsible for that. Uh, and uh, at the same time, we are also not that much guilty. We have got a target to achieve. We have got our numbers to match. So what we actually do is that, uh, you know, uh, one or the employee has got a certain offer. We do the counter offer, then other company do the counter offer and so on. Whatsoever we write on the, you know, LinkedIn that uh, people leave, uh, you know, organizations for uh, this this reason, this reason, this reason. But, uh, uh, you know, for, you can ask any person who is, who is into talent acquisition and hiring, they will say that the majority of the reason that the people are leaving the organization is because of the compensation. If that is not the case, okay, why the person who has been offered or leaving the organization because of the culture issue to other organizations, 
asking for a salary hike. So if I am working with alumnus, heading the HR department for Alumnus Software Limited, if I'm not happy with the organization, I would join PMAP uh, at the same salary. So salary would not be an important factor if the manager is important, if the culture is important. And if in case the salary is important, I am asking uh, sort of that I will join in, uh, your organization. If you give me a 50% hike or 80% hike or a 100% hike, then the hike is, becomes important for me rather than the culture report. Right. So that actually gives us the understanding with what kind of person that uh, the person is. So uh, when it is a gain for, you know, compensation, okay, so it will be difficult. If it had been the game for, you know, uh, related to culture, related to manager, we all HR are strong enough to change everything. Mm. But when it is becoming to the uh, landing to the compensation part, it is very difficult to, you know, uh, come up with a solution. But till the time we all HR accept that, yes, we will not counter offer to any candidate who have already submitted or who has got an offer. Till that time, we will keep on fighting and we will ask, keep on asking on every forum that yes, uh, we should have an hacker and everything. So we all at chance come to a conclusion that yes, we are not going to offer a candidate who has got a notice period, uh, who, has, who has already got an offer from other organizations. Wow. In that sense, it is very easy and there is no uh, you know requirement of any hack or anything. Till that time, the only hack is how much you can pay. Sir, it, okay, so sir, it can be a bad news for a job seeker, right? If all HR colluded and come with this pack or an informal pack that they will not give a counter offer, then this can be this this problem or you can say, you know, blessing for the candidate can go away. Uh, up to some extent, yes, but uh, it will actually help uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, candidates in a longer. Yes, absolutely. It's like homeopathy medicine. Why did you say that, that it can be a problem in the long run? Can you stress on that once for us? No, no, I said it will, it will be not a problem in the long run. Okay, it will hold down. Initially, it may seem that if I am looking forward for a quick change, I get a job, I, you know, I, I've got an offer of uh, 5 lakhs from here, other will offer 6 lakhs, 7 lakhs, and at the end of the day, by the time my 90 days or 60 days notice period get over, I'm having an offer of, I started with five or 4 lakhs, uh, what my current CTC is, and I am having an offer of 15 lakhs. Sir, this, this was happening too much in between 2021 to 2022. So many candidates, right? They were still... They were yeah, still it is happening up to some extent. Uh, no doubt still it is happening but yes uh, slowly slowly we also are get, you know getting up you have the offer okay you have the offer keep that offer I cannot afford you okay, the moment to start uh, people start saying this okay, the entire market will you know if it is yeah. this, this forum is only for HR <laughs> absolutely I complete technique I think fair enough fair enough sir uh, no. sir uh, one one leading question from here is there are so many tech, HR tech industry has erupted in the last seven years. I think eight years back, there were only a few psychometric assessment players. But now you check LMS, you check ATS, you check, you check the LMS tools, you check even, you know, the entire employee engagement dashboards. So there are so many tech stacks are there. What is your set? Do you think that tech has invaded HR as a profession? 
or do you think hr will be getting uh, will hr practice will become better with these tax stack or where is the line that we need to draw as a hr professional well uh, honestly speaking sharav i would say uh, thank you uh, everyone i can take companies for making our life a little bit easier okay so i thought it is very just a reprimand no not at all and it's a you know uh, uh, you know uh, demand for, uh, supply uh, analysis okay. and uh, usually what used to happen that some organization was looking forward for uh, you know hr tech uh, related environment so there were only some companies that were su- uh, supplying that. so the de- whether demand is increasing more of the more hr for you know uh, you know getting into uh, this uh, Uh, understanding the importance of the hr tech using hr tech technologies uh, for that and uh, outsourcing some of the part that is you know more of a, what we call as that you know mundane uh, activities so uh, that is helping us a lot to uh, concentrate on more of a strategic part say for example if i have uh, you know uh, a dashboard making or uh, organization So I do not need to, you know, uh, open up my Excel sheet, do all the kinds of, you know, uh, formulas and everything, and prepare a dashboard. Okay. And every time, what happens? The organization, any employees is joining or leaving the organization, or there is change in the CTC or change in a, uh, you know, designation. I have to update that. I do not need to update that. Uh, that is all done on automatically. So that is the advantage that is uh, given by the HR tech organization. uh some people would not agree to me okay because uh, you know uh, people say that it an hr is uh, more of a human relation kind of thing and because of this human relation is being uh, disrupted but i would not agree at the, to this uh, point of view at all because this is giving you an opportunity to interact more with the people rather than focusing on your mundane activities so you do not need to sit on your excel sheet and do the work rather than go to and talk to the people so you use the same time to interact with the people rather than you know sitting on your excel sheet so let the tech uh, tech organization and you cannot have all the people uh, you know uh, know everything okay that's for example i started in saying that i was more into the software part of the hr rather than industrial relation or labor laws kind of thing uh, because that was not my uh, you know uh, i would say that it, i did not like it much because of certain reason i came from altogether a different background so it was difficult for me to understand those uh but when i say that uh, yes we can, uh, we have the, uh, the those people are also enabled with you know the ai coming into the picture and when you go into the chat gpt and say that this is the case that i want to have the response rate so that can find all the cases related to that and on the basis of a study so your work has become easier and easier so you do not need to open up all the labor law reporters and see which what cases were there and you get a snapshot and at the same time and take it easy so you can have those things where you, the time that you invested in you know understanding the labor laws and all the cases uh, so you can uh, say, give it to the chatbot or chat gpt say or you can uh, take about uh, bard has already been released in india so you can talk about bard uh, you, uh, you know or any and that will enable you to do all those things prepare a summary for you you can read that summary and uh, the time that you saved out of reading all those uh, you know cases 
yeah you can go and talk to the labor and establish your relation that is what industrial relation talks about so that is actually enabling us to do more be more productive rather than making us a dumb man okay so people would say ai is making us dumb i would say they are making us smarter that all the mundane activities they are taking care of and we can focus on the reason why we are there in the organization hr department in an organization is because of a reason and that reason we can do while we are uh, you know uh, working on uh, those areas and giving out outsource uh, onto the tech co so tech is not a bane it's a boon for especially for the hr fraternity yes i would i would uh, say with confidence uh, to this absolutely sir the one more question uh, uh, after this is uh, sir hiring is a complex subject you said you know there are you need to practice on it you need to master you have to understand that you are biased and then there are so many unconscious bias for which you need to practice in fact uh, one of our viewer has asked uh, a question on this as well in fact i'll populate here and but the, the question is you know imagine a scenario that your company doesn't have these tech solutions or you know the psychometric solutions but you still need to make a better decision as far as hiring is concerned and let's suppose you are getting into an interviewing a candidate and you don't possess all this data set so what are the quick tricks that that an interviewer should be mindful of or should Could make is or are hiring better? Maybe a quick, uh, maybe a quick one, two, three. You know. Okay, I think uh, this question, uh, this question is from Sash- uh, Sashank. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, Sashank, I would say, uh, you know, I got an opportunity to sell my book here. Okay. So uh, you can definitely, uh, you know, uh, there are a number of things that you can understand about the personality just by the way we talk to each other. the kind of words the person is using the kind of uh, you know uh, the body language and everything gives you an opportunity in case you are not able to i would uh, definitely suggest to go for any psychometric tool okay. uh by an organization don't try it at all lab, uh, available on google for free okay. i have never recommend that uh, so uh, depending upon the or uh, you know uh, size of the organization you can go for a smaller test or uh, something like that in worst case scenario try to understand the personality it takes time there is no nothing that uh, it, it took years uh, for us to understand the people understand people so what you can uh, go and you know uh, understand on the basis of uh, different uh, aspects of uh, the personality just by having a quick discussion with them keep uh, keep a cue card ready with you okay this kind of personality uh, these are the yeah, you know key points for this kind of personality so when we you are talking you can understand it will take a, 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 a couple of practices that is slowly slowly you will develop so that is what i said earlier that it takes years to develop a psychometric tool and it takes years to develop a uh, you know uh, what we say as uh, understanding of the people when i started my career i used to say mera uh, my boss does not do uh, much of the work all the work is outsourced to me when i am becoming a senior i as resources in the organization i can understand what uh, pain my boss used to go through when i was not performing or i was you know uh, even even though i really, i used to i used to perform good but still 
my boss used to uh, has lots of pressure other than what the general activities are there. So it takes time uh, for us to accept the uh, the thing. That is why say what I said, mindfulness is the practice that you need to do. Uh, then slowly, slowly you keep a cue card ready with you, and slow, uh, you will able able to get all those things done in a uh, you know manner. But it will take time. Don't be in a hurry. It will actually lead to nowhere. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, we have dropped the link also of the book. Uh, anybody who want to know you know more about this science can download that book. Uh, sir. Uh, before we move to a Q&A session, I want to ask one last question. In fact, uh, we, we meet so many new HR who use our platform. There are many various HR professionals who join this. There are, there are a lot of colleges which now train, train people on HR practices. They join as a junior HR executive or they join as an HR manager. Now, the world has changed now, sir. But what is your key career advice to uh, our viewers who are joining this podcast, what can be your key career advice to them? Uh, or, you know, the few areas that they need to work because on one hand, the tech is evading this space. Uh, they can be your friend, but what is your your quick career advice to our viewers? Uh, see, uh, HR is a subject that is interdisciplinary. Because marketing is related to marketing, finance is related to finance, operation is related to operations. Okay. HR is the only, only, only uh, you know, stream which has, it's is multidisciplinary, interdisciplinary. Multidisciplinary as and interdisciplinary at the same time. Okay. So if you want to be a good HR professional, you need to have good in everything. You need to be good in marketing, you need to be good in operations, you need to be good in finance. I do not say very good or extraordinary, but you need to be a good. Okay. Uh, so a person who is into the marketing or into the finance need to understand finance and marketing only. That's not the, uh, that's the one, one disadvantage HR has that he, they have to understand marketing. They have to understand finance. They have to talk to the finance in their language, talk to the marketing people in their language. Okay. None of them understand the HR language. Yes. And we do not expect them to understand that. And as since we have been talking about HR tech for organization, technology, analytics, psychometry, maybe that in some of the students, maybe some of the students are there, okay, it is not taught in your organization or institute. Okay. Yeah, there are an ample of opportunity to learn it from anywhere. Okay. Learn on those techni technicalities, learn how digital transformation is done. I learned analytics, even though you outsource it to the, the you know the third party organization, any organization that will be doing your HR tech uh, part. Okay. But you need to be you know on the upper hand, driving hand. You cannot leave everything on the you know the organization that you have outsourced. So you need to be good at the, all the streams, all the streams of the organization. Say for example, if I'm working in an HR uh, IT industry, I have to understand what is Java, what is Python, what is everything. What is the difference between Node and React? What is the difference between Angular and React? Okay, so both of them are a front-end tool, but I need to understand the difference. If I'm not able to understand the difference, I cannot be the first interactive person in the organization that will be getting the CVs from uh, different sources. So that is uh, where we have to, you know, uh, be very active and understand all those things. 
एट द सेम टाइम बी मोर टेक सेवी एट एट द सेम टाइम आई वुड सजेस्ट फॉर ऑल द स्टूडेंट्स और यंग प्रोफेशनल्स टू द एच आर स्टार्ट रीडिंग साइकोलॉजी ओके यू कैन स्टार्ट विथ यू नो इंट्रोडक्शन ऑफ द साइकोलॉजी बाई मॉर्गन मे बी इट विल बी अ लिटिल बोरिंग फॉर यू बिकॉज कैन यू रिपीट द टाइटल फॉर आर व्यूअर सर वंस इट्स इंट्रोडक्शन टू साइकोलॉजी बाई मॉर्गन देर आर नंबर ऑफ ऑथर बट इट इज पॉपुलरली नोन बाई मॉर्गन so uh, you start with that okay it might seems initially that it has got nothing to do with the hr department but once you understand you know go, go deep into that then you will be understanding everything about the psychology once you understand psychology flip uh, move to organizational psychology and occupational psychology once you understand organizational psychology and uh, occupational psychology you understand almost all the you know at least 30 to 40% of the hr and rest is on technical part you will have most of the thing uh, you know how to work with the provident fund or how to work with the de shop or how to work with the compensation payroll and everything or if you are uh, working in us uh, how to work with the different uh, you know defined benefit defined contribution and everything that you will be uh, in case uh, you will be getting into uh, the organization and learn you cannot learn it from the book or in the institute that you will learn in the organization and we are happy to make you learn subjected to you, whether you understand psychology a little bit of uh, you know understanding for example if we talk about maslow's need hierarchy theory everyone in uh, organization uh, in the institute starts from maslow's need hierarchy theory okay. so if i put into a scenario case study or based uh, system or a scenario based and on which you ask your question can you explain in this scenario what will be the um, where will be the uh, what will be uh, at what level this person or that person is in maslow's need hierarchy theory okay so if you cannot explain that that means that you have not actually understood maslow's need hierarchy theory so for freshers we expect that you understand all this philosophy and believe me for those into you know 3 4 years 5 years of experience they would rather say that all those philosophies all those theories that we have been you know uh, reading our in our mba days are good, uh, not good okay are not used uh, not good i am uh, sorry a wrong word that i used uh, not used okay but when you grow and make a, you know 10 years plus experience when you are having 10 plus experience all those theories become very important and by that time you have forgot everything okay so keep on revising okay there is nothing uh, you know more than it study 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 okay in hr you have to study a lot if you have to be a good hr Mm. so advice for all young hr executive out there you need to study a lot it's a it's a multidisciplinary field uh you need to dabble into psychology as a subject to make your hiring and your hiring decision better sir one quick question came uh, it's about what do you think assessment should be the first step of evaluation or it should come as a second step that is the same going back whether the hard hard skill should be the first or the soft skill should be the first or what should be the criteria over to you sir uh see i think uh, this question is from shivani okay so uh shivani i would say uh that assessment should be second in the line okay not the first because the first thing you first is that i said if the person if you are hiring for an it organization or you are hiring for any marketing a thing if that particular requirement does not fit even that person is very good very humble that will not going to impact your business line 
okay today's hr need to understand about that we are a business people we are going we are driving the business okay we are not just here to do our job we are driving the business and we are the person who are getting the people in they will be driving the business so directly indirectly we are driving the business so you need to understand that business is very important so once the business becomes important so uh, i would say that uh, first criteria that is the skill set uh, that is required according to your job description then go for assessment and then uh, go for the further test okay so first point first that yes the skill set should match okay or else don't waste your time on assessment uh, even for uh, behavioral assessment if the skill sets are matching then go for behavioral assessment but when it comes to freshers go for the behavioral assessment first okay because you expect a technical expertise from them though for the fresher the behavioral assessment is better because and for the yes i completely agree i completely agree sir sir one another one that came is uh can assessment is this for hr uh so basically i think the question was does this assessments this does this another layer of assessment add the add the process for hr because many a time you know sometimes it talks the hiring funnel so do you think assessment should be considered as something which is talking the hiring funnel or how do you how, how what's your stance on this debate I think uh, sort of uh, I have answered this question of Sonali earlier also. Oh, oh. Uh, definitely, assessment should uh, be the part of the entire HR process. Uh, be it the psychometric test, uh, be it any kind of test, it is any kind of psychometric tool that depends. You know, you, uh, you have the HR team uh, sit together and decide on the uh, which kind of tool that we are going to hire, or uh, you know, which consultant or which kind of. as assessment always helps the hr to by uh, do away with the biasness oh. and uh, if say for example you are using mbti tool because my book talks a lot about mbti okay. if you are using the mbti tool also analyze and understand the type of your team okay be your team is estj or efj or whatever the personality of the 16 personality type what is the type of the team that the person will be joining in the problem happens when the team's personality is doesn't match entire contradiction with the uh, personality of the individual then the problems come if the problem does not come then the person is extrovert introvert are that works okay because the team is made of many extrovert many introvert so a group full of istp may not gel with new one new estj right this is what you are saying yeah yeah so you need to understand the type okay uh, the personality type of the team and accordingly fix the time at uh, you know uh, type of a individual into that team okay i think but i think sir uh, uh, what you are saying i think there are a lot of young hr executive they are saying you know some new question has came Uh, but don't you think it's an there is a feeling that it's an additional task? Administering an assessment at the top of hiring panel can be an additional task. Are you are responsible for something that you are uh, you should be good at? Yeah. So if if you are taking a wrong decision because avoiding a funnel, 
uh, you know, additional work and you're taking a wrong decision, then your decision is going to impact the profitability of the organization. Your decision is going to impact the entire organization. You can, if you want to see, uh, there are n numbers of different videos on LinkedIn. One single wrong hiring has destroyed the entire organization. There are ample of examples throughout the world. Okay. So better being a responsible, uh, you know, we are very responsible uh, department. Okay. So be a little responsible, add a funnel. Okay. That's not going to, you're not going to uh, do the assessment. Okay. That you have the assessment organization that will do. All you need to just go through the, uh, you know, uh, the, the report and just analyze on that report and uh, lead to the conclusion. Moment, it will be difficult for initially for one or two uh, assessment, uh, one or two, you know, months. But once you are frequent with that, you will just go through at a glance. For example, I have been doing that. So I just see on the glance and I can understand what kind of person it is. Okay, and uh, take a call. Sir, uh, I know I'm running sort of time, but one more question. Uh, what is the cost? Ask? Okay, I think uh, uh, there is an additional cost to this. Uh, so many a time we face the issue wherein the HR team pays an added cost to the company. How do we address it? So a, a young HR executive, how, despite knowing the benefit of this, how should this person convince the business head and the HR heads that, okay, let's go ahead with any of these tech interventions? Find out in your organization, find out that there are lots of, uh, you know, even if your organization is small, big, medium, there are some hiring mistakes. Okay, uh, that has been done. If you are not using any tool, find out that case study. Okay, present that case study because of this reason, I was not able to do If that, if I will uh, get an opportunity to have a, uh, you know, psychometric assessment tool or HR tech uh, organization, that would not be in a case. So let's us try a pilot study with a small set of, uh, you know, uh, small set. Okay. Maybe we will not take 100 units or 1000 units. Okay. We will start with uh, 20 units. If that's, uh, it is successful, then, it, you know, uh, now th there is a pro thing what we uh, say in HR. Uh, there is an eight-step model by Kotler. Uh, Sir, I, okay. For my visitor, can you repeat this? Can you repeat this? Yeah. Eight step model by now. Eight step is step um, change change model for by Kotler. Okay, so that actually said one of the is you know you have to celebrate the quick wins. Oh. Okay. So once you celebrate the quick uh, quick wins and you can say that yes I go I won that because I I was having a support of the psychometric tool. Okay. Be it smaller I took twenty. Okay, I paid only for 20. I administered on uh, one set of uh, candidate and I was successful in that. Okay. Once you can show and make a case study, then you will be able. The similar happens with the HR analytics team. In most of the organization, HR analytics team says, uh, organization says that we do not need the HR analytics team. They cannot predict anything. They cannot pres prescribe anything. But once they are able to showcase that, yes, we have actually done, then it establishes the time. Got it. Got it. I think I understood. I think uh, I, I I completely uh, completely your views resonate with most of us. In fact, but sir, there are hardly a lot of companies, especially who are in these uh, the what you can say that companies who are in bulk, 
they may be sometime because they need to hire in bulk they 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 many a time they tends to make more hiring mistakes and they because they don't have time and this is the time is very precious commodity for them and because of this you know i completely agree uh, your 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 thought process but there are a lot of companies out there who find it very difficult to do it under the cost speed of hiring time to hire they have a very very short metrics to achieve and because of that these uh, issue can surface uh, that is what i sort of said that don't go for you know 1000 buying 1000 units because uh, all the psychometric tests are sold in units okay i would never say ask them to go for 1000 units okay yeah. buy 10 units 20 units administrate it okay see the response if you are convinced that yes this is happening then you can say uh, to your organization that 20 units uh, gave me this result if i would get 100 units that would give this result you know scale up that thing you know that is what i said that hr need to also at the same time and uh, have the knowledge of statistics mathematics and multidisciplinary yeah multidisciplinary yeah yeah i think sir i just have not, i can only take last but this, this question came from a linkedin user this person is saying uh personality report need to be easily okay personality report be very easy to comprehend or build in such a way that only a certified practitioner be able to okay uh sir how do you think so in sarab we would be in the better position to answer that course i think sir uh, i believe that it need to be written in a more simpler term because nowadays what is happening the business tick business heads for example somebody like you understand this in detail but when you show this report to a business head business head want maybe a more simplistic report and they want a quick summary of a candidate so yeah but what's your take sir if you can submit up in less than uh yeah it will be uh, you know both okay a summary would be suitable for those people who are uh, there but a detailed one is required when you want to you know hire senior people yeah it may be that when you are hiring you know junior candidates uh, one year two years experience that would be very easy to see the summary and uh, decide on that but you need a very detailed 15 page 50 pages even it is there to understand when because when you are hiring senior person because senior person the more you become a senior the more you are responsible towards the organization your one decision you say uh, take right or wrong is impacting the organization it is sink the company absolutely sir absolutely i think sir with that i think uh, uh, with that i think uh, i need to take this to session towards the ultimate closure sir firstly thanks for uh, thanks for all the audience who you know i know this session was lined up before the end of weekend or you can say before the start of a weekend i know it's a, it's not rightly time uh, but thanks for being a very engaging audience and not to forget thanks mr vishal uh, for being part of this session i think uh, you are a torch bearer for a lot of these new hr who are coming in thanks for being uh, being so candid in your term you were very unconventional sir saying that you know we should how to handle uh, improve the time to join ratio offer to joining ratio how to use psychometric and all those practices thanks for being uh, uh, thanks for being part of this uh, session uh, and thanks to all the vis- visitor and the viewer out there uh, we'll catch you next time next month with another esteemed uh, guest for us for, for you all i don't know whether that person can be as multidisciplinary as dr vishal is but we'll try our best 
I thanks for being a wonderful audience. Thanks, thanks all of you. Thanks for this session. Thanks, Sara. Thanks, uh, thank you everyone for present hearing. Okay, I know that it is very difficult to hear a person constantly talking for one, one, uh, you know, one hour. So you are you are engaging. You are engaging. <laughs> I hope so. I I was able to uh, answer all the questions. Okay. In any case, if there is any question, you can always read out, uh, reach out to me over LinkedIn and for that detail, you can get it from Saurav. Uh, so Saurav will be person who will be taking care of. So I will be ha very happy to help. Uh, I got uh, many mentors who have helped me a lot and I would be love to, uh, if I get mentees, uh, who can change the world uh, for better Absolutely. So. Thank you. Thanks everyone for being a wonderful audience. Thanks a lot for this session. See you next time around. Yeah, thank you.